What happens whenever a wolf falls head over heels for a rabbit? Does the vicious cycle of nature take over? Or does the hunter soften his heart and steer clear of the natural temptation? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geeks, and gamers all come together to talk about faith, games, and anime. I am Nathan, your nerd pastor here, and we are so glad that you're joining us for this video as we do a deep dive into a super interesting series called Beastars. Thank you for clicking on this video and watching. We're going to start out this video as we are a church with some scripture. So I'll be reading from the NRSV. That's just my preferred translation. If you have something else you prefer, feel free to use that version of the Bible. I will also put it up on the screen to make it easier for you. The scripture for today comes from a book of the Bible called Romans chapter 12 verses 1 through 5. Let's dig into it. I appeal to you therefore brothers and sisters by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually we are members one of another. Like I mentioned at the start of the video, there has been a new season of Beastars that's pretty much just dropped on Netflix at the beginning of January, and so it seemed like a good time to dive once again into these characters and see what they can teach us as we strive to be better people. Beastars is an anime and manga written and illustrated by Paro Itagaki. The story takes place in a world of modern, civilized, and anthropomorphic animals. Despite this seemingly civilized nature, there is a pretty obvious cultural divide between carnivores and herbivores. This is a theme that will continually come up in the show and no doubt will be another aspect of the second season. The series itself takes its name from the in-universe rank of this high school, whereas you are the B-star, the individual of great talent, service, and notoriety. One of the best parts of this series is the menagerie of interesting characters and compelling themes within the series, but for our purposes today, let's just focus on our protagonist, a wolf named Legoshi, who has fallen madly in love with a promiscuous white dwarf rabbit named Haru. Legoshi and Haru have a uh, less than typical meat cute. One night when Legoshi is out very much after hours helping the drama club, his nose tingles with a sensation of hunger and the hunt as he senses a despondent Haru who has just been shamed for supposedly enticing another rabbit into sexual unfaithfulness. Losing control of himself in the heat of the moment, he pounces on her and only just barely manages to restrain himself from making her his prey, but neither of them walk away unscathed. Importantly, Haru never actually sees her assailant. Now let's move way forward and Legoshi is sent out on an errand to go get flowers from the gardening club at high school. The same gardening club which Haru just so happens to be very involved in. When Legoshi arrives, he immediately picks up her scent and knows that this is the rabbit that he attacked and nearly killed. Haru, however, picks up on Legoshi's awkward reaction as an intimate advance and begins to make some advances of her own. Legoshi, terrified, manages to get himself out of the bizarre encounter that earns this show an M rating, but has found himself only more intrigued by this little white rabbit. He gets closer to Haru as an attempt to apologize for his behavior that night, and long story short, he ends up falling in love with her, this woman who would normally be his prey. This becomes a central plot of the show, constantly irking back to the reality that Haru and Legoshi are not supposed to work. This is a very abnormal attraction. Before we dive any deeper, let's take a real left turn and look at Paul and our scripture for today. 
First, some background. Paul had not actually been to Rome as of the time of this writing, as he remarks at the start of the letter. For this reason, a bulk of this text is super elementary, but also extremely foundational for the how and the why of Christian living. Much of what Paul says seems to be without his usual level of intimate relationship building, since those relationships obviously don't exist. Instead, he's offering up a recipe for first-time bakers, not offering paternal, intimate family secrets. With this in mind, consider all of this as a foundational piece to then be built upon with loving relationships forged through community. This is really only the first part of the plan. Three major ideas come out of this text with this in mind. Sacrifice, holiness, and humility. Paul is calling the Roman church toward a life of living sacrifice, and this is a bizarre concept. Up until this point, sacrifice has been seen as a form of physical offering outside of ourselves. In olden times, it might have been an animal sacrifice like we sometimes see in the Old Testament. For Jewish people, it might have been financial offerings or food offerings, something along those lines. But Paul is putting the focus back on the person actually making the offering. You are the living breathing sacrifice. So then how are we to sacrifice? Remember, this is extremely foundational. Paul says to live a life of sacrifice is to live by acts of personal holiness. What does this mean? Well, here at Checkpoint, we have three major roles that lead to our holiness. We agree to do good, to do no harm, and to strive to grow. By living by these, we are practicing personal acts of holiness. But still, you might be asking, the, the same question exists. How do we do that? How do we actually live that life? Paul gives the Romans a recommendation to do this by the act of humble living. Don't think of yourselves as being better than others or better than you ought to think of yourself. Why should we bother with this? What does humility have to do with any of this? Paul is doing this because Christ also called us to be more than just ourselves, but to be a part of a family of God, Jews and Gentiles. Everyone, we are all invited to become a part of what Paul calls the body of Christ, where we are more than just one or two, we are all together. So what Paul is really doing here, and remember, he hasn't met these people. He's setting the groundwork for building a community free from hierarchy. Our natural human proclivity is going to be to raise others up or to raise ourselves up by the act of pushing others down. Paul already knows this is a major concern and that there's really only one way to fight this. We have to sacrifice our natural inclination, we have to dedicate ourselves to holy living, and we have to be humble. Then Paul drops this bomb line that odds are, if you're a Christian, you have heard before, do not be conformed to the ways of the world, but instead be transformed into a new way of thinking, a new way of being. Okay, with that in mind, let's go back to Legoshi and Haru. We know that the world of Beastars has this exact same human issue. Carnivores and herbivores are seen as two divided classes on a hierarchical system. Carnivores are strong. Herbivores are fragile. Even more, we see Legoshi as a distant and awkward kid. He's an outsider even among his own carnivorous class. Same with Haru. She's seen as a loose homewrecker, very much on the outside of her own class of herbivores. So even within their own hierarchical caste system, they are somewhere different on the scale. What's so amazing about these characters is despite their differences, despite their being outsiders, their relationship and the existence of their relationship harkens back to these ideas posited by Paul. Legoshi has a natural desire to hunt Haru as his prey, yet he sacrifices that as a means to apologize for his actions. Legoshi has tendencies and reactions that lead to him wanting to revert, but he practices intentionally fighting those tendencies to live to a better, more holy life. Legoshi has the ability and the cultural possibility to see himself as superior on the hierarchical chain, yet 
he sees Haru as being worthy of his respect and constraint, humbly putting her above his base desires. In this way, we see Legoshi undergo a noticeable transformation within his own culture. He's made even further an outsider from his carnivorous peers who can't understand his attraction. It seems likely that we're only going to see even more of this in season two as we see further transformation of our teen wolf. So again, it's not just being renewed or being refreshed. It is a total transformation of who we believe we are to be. Don't simply be conformed to another line of thinking, but rather let yourself be transformed from the inside out. So what can we learn from this transformation? Hopefully we can see that it's perfectly normal to have shortcomings and failures. Legacy and Haru both mess up like a lot. And it's likely that this will only happen more as the series continues. Yet they persevere anyway. What seems to be most important for each of these two is remembering the why of the situation. Humility and respect of the other. Haru does what she does because Legoshi deserves it. And Legoshi does what he does because Haru deserves it. That's transformational thinking. That's not conforming to what your peers think, but rather allowing yourself to do what you know is right. To sum up, we should sacrifice by living a more holy life. And we can live a more holy life by putting others before ourselves. And we should do all of this because we're in this thing together. And because we're worth it. You're worth it. Do good to others. Do no harm to others. Strive to grow with others. And together, let's be transformed. Thanks for listening to our weekly nerdy deep dive into the world of nerds, geeks, and gamers. We hope you enjoyed the podcast version of this show. If you'd like to experience this video in its intended full viewing, feel free to find us over on YouTube at Checkpoint Church and watch it there. If you're interested in supporting what we're doing, feel free to go to www.checkpointchurch.com support for information on how to donate or support us financially or otherwise. Or you can go through the Anchor app and support us there as well. This program is created, produced, and edited by Nathan Webb and distributed by Anchor. Find us on twitch.tv slash checkpointchurch where we'll be streaming on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Thanks again for listening to our show and remember, God loves you, we love you, you matter. Be boldly blessed and we will catch you next time.